back to another episode of Three Dads and a Console. We know not every dad can stay up to date on the latest and greatest in video game news that you need to know about, so we are here to do it for you. Again, this show is kid-friendly, so no earmuffs are needed. Now, on with the show. I'm one of your hosts, Wobble Plays, alongside the long-awaited return. Seriously, I, I, I totally back. forgot. Like, it's it's been the... Uh... It's been one week. No, I'm uh, <laughs> two weeks. Has got that since you went to Disney. Uh, no, yeah, no, it's crazy. been two weeks. It's been. I was at Disney. I was gone for two weeks. You, you were yeah, in the Flow Rider. I was in the Flow Rider. I went to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. It was uh, amazing. But I'm not going to lie to everybody. We will talk about that on another episode because um, I also played like three games while I was away. That uh, one of them I, I played uh, our good friends over at Outright Games. I played oh, two of their guys. games, and I played a great game from Sony. But we'll go into the introductions. Um, you even played a game from out, from our friends over at Outrights. It's like they drop a bunch of games at the same time. They're so good. They are. I, honestly, I will say this about Outright right now. Thank you for making my daughter not complain. Because they were nice enough to get me switch codes for the, both these games. And uh, one game was played the whole way on the plane. And then the other game came out while we were there. Um, LOL, um, Born to Travel. My daughter still hasn't stopped playing that game. She's addicted to that game right now. Beautiful. Beautiful. Shout out outright. Core comes back with a bang. And we are also joined once again by Pez. Hello. Hello, gentlemen. Uh, don't buy the Overwatch 2 Battle Pass. That's my advice for the week. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like, don't play Overwatch 2. I thought that was the, the advice. Game's there, but... no, the game's great. The game is fun. The Battle Pass stinks, but the game is pretty enjoyable. How are we doing today, it... gents? I'm good. Same old, same old. So Pez last week did a, a spooky stream that I enjoyed very much. Oh, the man. Mortuary Assistant. Oof, what a game. Scared Oof. the bejesus. Oh, Maron. That was True. a lot of fun. So it's it's good to see Pez get spooked in the flesh. Uh, were you scared watching it? Yes, dude. Are you effing kidding me? I so I've seen clips on TikTok. Hey, watch of your language. Parts, and Even said, effing, we know what that means. I don't. I'm talking about farting. No, you're not. <laughs> but that game is actually scary. Really, and uh, when really you pulled scary. out um, one of the uh, the the subjects. Um, mm. That was not like the others. I I, I pooped. I pooped. Yeah, the, pooped was scary. Little, eh? the scariest part was for me, uh, there were two of them. One, when someone in chat said, oh, did you see the thing by the window? And I, I talked to him after and he was like, oh, there was nothing there. I just knew it would freak you out the rest of the time. And then two, uh, while you're playing, so for those that know, don't know, it's a it's an indie game. It's a scary game. You play as a mortuary assistant that is possessed by a demon. Uh, as the mortuary assistant, you are like doing what a mortician would do. You are like draining the body and embalming and all this stuff. And uh, there was a point where I was like embalming this body, and I looked up, and this demon thing it was all white with like uh black eyes and like a black mouth and it like popped out from be beneath a counter or like beside a counter and popped back in and i screamed and then like the mouse like shook like a, like i was a crazy person it, it was, was you're it crazy was to so play that scary. game it was but it was so a fun stream for us scary. to watch um, that's why we do but, scare pez on twitch because oh, it's yeah. it's a fun event for everyone but me you guys are babies <laughs> <laughs> you you try it what, Honestly, what happens? 
they're not video no like dead space excited to play it close to protocol excited to play it the other games they just like people are like oh resident evil so scary i'm like i don't know like they talked about silent hill today and everybody was losing their mind it's just not a game for me i'm just like i don't know man i just don't care it's like i'm really trying to like a plague tale requiem and i'm just people are like well the last of us is great i'm like if one more person tells me that the plague tale requiem is the same of last of us i'm gonna lose it because they're not Last of Us is great. Plague's Tale, I'm just like, I don't know, man. It's meh so far. You play the first one. I'm trying. I couldn't get through it. I played four hours of the first one and didn't like it. And it's not that it's a bad game. Like, I respect how beautiful the game looks because it does. It looks great. Everybody's talking about frames per second. It runs at 30 frames per second. I can't tell. It looks fine. Game runs great. It looks beautiful. The story seems compelling. It's the gameplay. It just, I don't know. It's like, I feel like I'm playing the bad parts of Assassin's Creed over and over again. <laughs> the, you know, the, 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 the shadow missions where you're following the guy and you're just only hiding all the time. Yeah. Oh, yes. And people keep saying, oh, that's the last of us. I'm like, no, in the last of us, I could just pull out my shotgun and shoot the thing. <laughs> Why? <Wide> trick. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so as Court mentioned before, we have a lot of games we want to talk about to share yeah, with you seriously. that we've been able to play. Um, Court... Uh, since you you're back from vacation, folks haven't heard from you in a while. Let's uh, what did, what did you get into? So while I was away, I started playing a game called Dragons: Legends of the Nine Realms. Um, our good friends at Outright Games provided a code. Um, this game at first was the first game that gave my daughter a challenge. Now it once again it has that little thing that I don't like when it doesn't have accessibility settings where you can change difficulties of it. But it does have um, a gradual difficulty setting on it where each level gets harder. But I will say this. My daughter did find it challenging, but she kept at it. It was the first time that she's ever played a game where it hit her for a little bit and she was having trouble, but she started learning the combos. So there are combos and there are special powers. So you start off using ice is your power from your dragon and that dragon can do certain things and there's certain ways to fly and there's certain combos that you can do to take down enemies and each enemy has their special powers as you finish each realm you're going to get a friend that joins your team and they're going to have power so the next dragon you get i believe he has fire and then the one after that has electricity and that also will unlock crystals in the realm but once you get more dragons the game becomes progressively easier like you are going into monster closets where you have to destroy a bunch of enemies it'll be like okay there's 11 you've got to take out 11 enemies she started learning how to do that and she it became more of a challenge so i will say i it did build her confidence for those type of games and once again every games builds kids confidence so that when they do get to those older kids games they're not going to find them as challenging they're not i wouldn't compare this um like that dc game the super pets that I wasn't a fan of because that just was just hard for no reason. This isn't like those games that we grew up with because if you do use the combos, like if I was playing it, I was able to go through the levels very, very easily. Um, and it's very well done. The level design is is linear, but at the same time, it's it there are changes in the level. Um, and there are a lot of uh, time challenges where it, you have to wait for the fireball to come by and go through. And my daughter was learning that she was Mm. gaining more patience as she played the game. She still hasn't finished it, but she still go back and plays it. So that makes me know that she actually enjoyed the game. So for me, I would recommend this for parents. If your kid is, I would say six and up, 
Um, or if they like the dragons, because my daughter loves watching uh, Dragon Riders, the cartoon. I think it's on Netflix. She loves watching that. She even has the main dragon that you use in this, the black one. I don't know the name of it. She got it from Santa this year. Last year, sorry. She loves the dragons. So at the same time, this was something that she thoroughly enjoyed. So she started playing it. Um, and then she would, my wife would be like, oh, you're playing the dragon. She's like, mommy, this is not the cartoon. This is this one. It's not the movie. Like she knew which dragons are which. So um, that was, that was kind of cool. And I was able to play it on my switch on the go, which was also awesome. So that my daughter was able to, we went on the plane. She played it the whole, pretty much the whole plane ride to Florida. What is um, that? Three and, and a half she, hours from you? Yeah. 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 And then she played a bit. Yeah, it's a very long one. And then she got to play it when she got back. So I love the portability that these games are on different consoles. Like we have it here on our Xbox, but we were able to play it on the on the plane. And she started this originally on Xbox. And then when we got onto the Switch, she had, because she'd learned the levels, she breezed through the first couple realms to unlock the other dragons. Like just because she knew what she was doing. Um, so yes, I'd recommend uh, picking up this game. Um, it'll build your kid's confidence. It's, it's, it's a very good, well-done game. The graphics are very good as well. Uh, and then the next game I played, uh, I got the code thanks to our friends over there, right? While I was away, it's called LOL Surprise, Born to Travel. Now, here's the caveat. Not a chance in the world to try playing this game. This game is not for me. It is not for parents. You're the best, perfect demographic for it. What do you mean? It is, um, I believe, a word that Waba would use as a parent would be bungus. For me, it's just, it's no. But I will say this. My daughter is absolutely addicted to this game. So the premise of the game is you travel around the world, but you go to different toy shops and you create LOL dolls. So you have to, it's almost like, you know, the... um. The, the cooking simulators where you have to put the s- certain ingredients, you have to do that to build the doll. So you have, you get told to do this, this, and this, and you've got to go around the toy shop and build it. And you have a certain timer to do so. And I was getting destroyed. And my daughter was able to just zoom through this. She would get harder and harder because she really wanted to go to Paris. So you go to different parts of the world, but it does get progressively harder. But I guess from watching her, to be honest, as you do the rhythm of learning how to do it, it becomes progressively easier. And she is just still playing it to this day, and she is zooming through these levels. Like she'll go through it, and then she'll get frustrated because one time, I guess, the battery died on the switch. Oh, so she got a little bit annoyed, and she said, "She goes, well, no, daddy, you know, it'll just, it'll just pick me up where I am." I'm like, "No, so that's Xbox. Um, that's Quick Resume. You don't have that on Switch." You you kind of SOL here, uh, LOL SOL. You just it, that ain't gonna happen. You're gonna have to start all over again. But she is still playing it to this day. It is a game that has taken her away from Disney's Dreamlight Valley, which is pretty impressive to say. This game has become addictive for her, but not in a bad way because she is learning. It is puzzle solving. You have to know what you're doing and how to build because you're doing it in a specific order. This does this to this or changes the color of the doll based on what they're telling you to do. So there's a lot of problem solving that she doesn't realize she's doing because she's playing a game. So I love when the game tricks my kid into learning. Um, So once again, this game, um, it's a lot of fun and it's definitely for a little girl. uh, That's for sure. Um, unless your unless little boy loves LOL dolls. Um, my daughter didn't until she started playing this game. And now her birthday is coming up in um, at the end of November. And now she's asking for LOL dolls for, for her birthday. So uh, well done, outright. That's how they get well you. 
Um, yeah. Can you can you fail in that? I know you said you have to do it in a time yes. limit. If you exceed the time limit, does it kick you out? Yeah, you can fail. You can fail. You can screw up on making the toys. Cool. You just got to make them again, but you can screw up with making them. I tried playing it. I was getting destroyed in this game. I couldn't. I don't know. Maybe I'm too old for this. But uh, my daughter was explaining it to me, and she thoroughly enjoys this game. That's excellent. I, yeah, oh, no. oh, those yeah. are super popular, dude. Like, they're just, everywhere in the toy store. I should just Huge. Send I was you, just at Toys R Us. Huge. I should just send There's a whole the, section. The literal LOL suitcase my 11-year-old still has from when she was, like, <laughs> six. She loves this game. Like, I'm in shock. Like, she was she was actually addicted to Dreamlight Valley. We did play it. We did break the fourth wall. We were in... Um, uh, the Magic Kingdom. We played Dreamlight Valley on Game Pass inside the Magic Kingdom. Just That's such a good idea for the line, dude. Oh, I didn't even think of that. For what? You you stand in line and you play games on the Switch. Well, so no, we were. I was playing on Game Pass on my phone. Oh, never mind. Sorry. Now, and that's the other great thing about Outright Games. I will say this: they have done for for parents out there. We have been tooting this horn for a while now about Game Pass. Um. Most of these games so far from outright have been coming, you know, six, seven months later to Game Pass. I, I would recommend some of them day, day and date, um, especially this LOL. If you have a little, if you have a, a, a kid in your family that likes LOL, this is a huge, probably a very good Christmas present for them if they play video games. Um, if we're, we're talking about stuff coming up for Christmas, outright is doing a really good job of bringing these games at the holiday season so you can get them for Christmas. But they have been putting out games day and date. We got Paw Patrol Grand Prix, another game that I was playing on my phone on Game Pass. So kudos to Outright there for helping us uh, us parents out there for kids are playing video games that they have something to play. I like it. I'll let... I'll her, let uh, sorry? Her Switch died. Did you say, honey, that is the true LOL surprise? Is the life... <laughs> well, the, the I did the say LOL, and then she asked me what that meant. So I was like... <laughs> Um, um, and I was, I, I couldn't think on my toes, but honestly, that was a way better dad joke. Um, but I, I do laugh at that. My daughter, the switch first two things she doesn't like about it. One, uh, the screen is too small. She says, and two, it has loading screens because on, when she days. plays games on Xbox, it's instant, right? So she doesn't know what they are. She gets annoyed. She's spoiled now by frames. But Waba, I wanted to ask you, you got to play a game from our friends over at right as well. So I've been like really excited about this, like authentic. So my daughter's three. She's not old enough to play games by herself, which is great for me because it's something we can do together. And during the outright showcase, when I saw the Star Trek game, so I like like that stuff. My my father-in-law is like a huge Trekkie. Like, I think, like, he would bring, like, my wife and her sister to, like, Star Trek conventions. Like, that's how that he was. He was he was rolling deep. He was in. Um, so I started playing this game. And so I played with her. I, I got smart because I've tried to get into games. She was playing the Hot Wheels one with me. She can't do the controls yet. And that's that's fine. She doesn't have to. But she likes playing along with us. Um, so when we got this game again, thank you so much. Outright. This was a great experience. Um, I gave her <laughs> the player two controller. I gave her my old PS4 controller. And guess oh, wow. what? She loved it. She got to hold one. She got to push buttons. But the whole time she was telling me what to do, which is great. So um, Star Trek Prodigy, you start. It looks great for, like, again, uh, the type of game it is. It reminds me a lot. Uh, plays uh, like um, X-Men Legends. So okay. you start with two characters, um, like this Captain Alien guy with a rat tail um, who's good at ranged 
and uh, it's weapon. based on the Paramount TV show, I believe. Yes, um, it's uh, yeah, because I saw Nickelodeon is part of this. Which, by the way, creating content for something Nickelodeon never my wildest dreams. Um, but and then dreams. um, yeah. The, the I forget the other character's name. They're all aliens. Um, but she has like a, a sword, so she's like the melee character, and you can switch between them. And as you're going through, you know the main like first enemies, the baddies are like uh, robots that you have to like bop and you know shoot with the laser. And the whole time she was like, "Oh, get them, get them, get them!" I think you need to stop them from coming. Like she's like trying to. I'm like, I'm like, it's not that you just got it's 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 a wave. It's a monster. But I'm like, OK, like let's, monster closet. Yeah. Exactly. But I'm like, OK, let's pretend like, OK, yeah, we'll plug the hole, whatever. Um, She's telling me, like, get these, get these. I'm like, oh, look, it's a collectible. It's telling you what to do. I'm like, oh, there's a tree. I'm like, do you want to grab it? And she's like, no, keep the tree there. So I'm like, hey, look over there. Grab the tree because I'm not passing them a collectible. Um, it was great. <laughs> You're and like, how was the trophies? Yeah. Can't we, come on. I'm, I'm going to platinum this thing. But um, there's full voice acting. So, yes, there's a lot of text and a lot of um, cutscene, but it's all voice acted, which is great. Um, we kind of skipped good. through them because I wanted to get to the gameplay. Um, and we played through the first level, and there are puzzles that, you know, you have to have, like go to one character, you have to do one action, and then switch to the other one and have them do that. So it's really cool, and I like the top-down part. Um, and I think the story's interesting. You're trying to find your ship, and then you see it in the background, and like it's like, oh, she's like, oh my gosh, there's a ship. And... Um, I actually recorded us playing it, oh, nice. uh, which is cool. So I'm going to like try to like put something like that together. And there's like these little collectibles. Some are like these little Furby looking things. I forget what they're called, but she was like obsessed with it. Um, she's like, you have to get that. I'm like, I, I, I know we can't climb that. We have to like go around. Like, I know these, like oh, I, so there's, yeah. repay, there's, there's repayability. <laughs> exactly. And I think I, I want, so I haven't been able to be on the ship yet, but I wonder if there's a hub. Um, I did, we did play like half an hour of, you know, of it, but, um, you get to collect different like players along the way. You find your crew, and it's fun, and it was a great experience for her. Um, I think to play alone, you definitely need to be like an older kid. Um, maybe like, I mean, your daughter I think is advanced for games, but maybe like five to six to start. Um, but to play along, I mean, she liked it. She doesn't get games. She doesn't understand Star Trek, but the fact like she was like totally like about this. And I said, so what would you give this game out of ten? And she goes, uh, bath. I'm like, well, baths are good, right? She's like, yeah, baths are good. I'm like, so you'd give it bath out of ten? She's like, yeah. There we go. Okay. Bath out of ten. I mean, what what more could you ask for from a, a three year old? So you can't. I love it. I think it's great. Outright. I mean, they only make bops, so um, it's fun, and I, I'll definitely be playing the rest with her. I mean, it was fun for me. You know, it's playing along, but even better is something we got to enjoy together. Live long and prosper. Seriously, they didn't say that though. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so outright again, shocker, glowing reviews from us. They uh they only make good games. Well, I like I said, there's been the one. It's that DC Super Pets. But honestly, growing up from the uh growing up in the nineties playing video games and the eighties, late eighties, we know what happens when you get, you know, movie tie in games. Yep. <laughs> only if LGN At least it's, it's no L- Superman sixty four. Yeah, seriously. Uh, unless it, but yeah, but think about it. When WB makes a, a movie tie-in, it's not really a movie tie-in game, right? Like when Outright makes the Paw Patrol games, they're not tie-in games. This Super Pets thing was definitely a tie-in game. Oh, for sure, <laughs> for sure. There, there have been some good ones. I, Enter the Matrix is very good, but that's like the one that stands out the most. <sighs> Peasant. Yeah, even Peasant. Yeah, no, man. Like I don't. It's very rare where you can get a movie game that is that is being brought out in time for the movie. Like there's a difference for me. If, if you're bringing out a tie in game, but it doesn't have to be at launch, then okay. Like golden eye, 
It wasn't, it was just, it was after the movie. Think about oh. it. Yes, it's a movie tie-in game, but it had nothing to do with the launch of the game. This DC Super, it came out the same time as the movie, right? Like, it's like, Would you count Uncharted as a movie game now? N- no. No, it didn't come out when the, the movie came out. But I know what he's getting at here because I got to play Uncharted. He's, yes. And, yes. That, that, what are you ta- that was such a good segue. Court, would you say uh, uh, you are at uh, Uncharted Waters right now? <laughs> um, I am in... <laughs> Well, honestly, playing PC games, yes. Um, for me, it is a brand new thing that I've started playing PC, and I got to play, uh, thanks to our friends over at PlayStation Canada, Ooh. I got a copy of Uncharted Thieves Legacy, um, which has um, Uncharted 4 and Lost Legacy in it uh, on PC. Now, I was sent this while I was on vacation, but luckily enough, um, Xbox Canada provided me with a Surface uh, laptop uh, not too long ago. So I brought that with me, like per chance, just because my daughter wanted to play Dreamlight Valley and Game Pass. So I brought the laptop because it's it's like a portable Xbox. Um, so we were able, we were, I was playing Game Pass. Only game, game on a Microsoft provided laptop. What an Well, it's we on Steam. In. So what whatever. It? it is what it is. Yeah, I was using an Xbox controller while I was away because that's the one I brought. It was uh, my Xbox Elite Series 2. This is nice. Um, so I played it on my laptop for a bit. My laptop, it, it looked like a PS3 game on my laptop, PS4 game. Um, when I got back home, I played um, Lost Legacy the entirety. So I finished Uncharted 4 right when I got home, but then I hopped into Lost Legacy, so I was able to play both games. Um, if you have played the PS5 version of the game, I would say you played a very decent version. I don't have an ultra-wide monitor, so I wasn't able to test that feature out. Um, Sean Capri from Carpool, he said it looked beautiful. It's very cinematic. Um, the game looked beautiful. It is definitely the definitive version of the game. Mm. If you have never played it on PC, I would highly recommend that if you've never played this game, like, what are you doing by this day and date? If you've played it on PS5 before, then maybe wait for sale. But if you haven't played it since um, the PS4, I would say, and you have a PC, I would say this will blow you away. It is 4K. It's 4K 60. Um, it says it can get up to 120, but I only have a 3070, a 3060, sorry. Um, so I'm not getting there. You're going to need a pretty beefy machine. I was able to play it on ultra settings. I put everything on ultra, but when I was looking, I was getting about just about 60 frames per second. Sometimes it was going down. You can, they didn't have a lot of settings in it, which was weird. You can lock it at 30 frames per second to get that high crisp graphics. But it it's definitely a port. It's not as good as the Spider-Man. It's not as good as the Nexus Spider-Man. Like that unbelievable job they did on for on PC. And I, I've said this to you guys before. That is the definitive version of any game I've ever played. Spider-Man is one of my favorite games of all time. And then when I played that on the PC, I was like, I was blown away. Um, this didn't blow me away. I'm not saying it's bad. Uncharted 4 has one of the best stories in any video game. And Lost Legacy is probably... The, the best eight-hour video game I've ever played. But I was just disappointed. I think, I think I'm only disappointed just based on how good of a job they did on the Spider-Man remastered port to the PC. Because this one, this one looked more like a port than anything else. Mm. But to, it looked good. Um, to be clear, you're disappointed not in the game itself, but the port of the game. Right? Yes. I I was 
I was, I was, in, I was a little bit uh, disappointed that I couldn't do more. Like I couldn't make it look better. Like there was no, there was no ray tracing. There was no. It was just 4K 60. Yes, you can't do that on the PS5, but at this day and age, if I'm going to be playing on PC, I want more. Does well, that yeah. make any sense? I want 4K 120. If I'm of playing course. on PC, if, I want 4K. Like Spider-Man was unbelievable. If you're playing on PC, your expectation is uncapped frame rates and 4K. Yeah. Maybe like uh, maybe for Uncharted, like an, an FOV slider that that goes up that kind of widens everything. Like uh, that's that's PC expectations, and that's not what you got, and that's and that's okay to say for sure. Yeah, so that that's for me. Like, I would I did a video for us. I'd highly recommend anybody to play this. Like I said, if you haven't played this version since the PS4, then play it. If you're a huge Uncharted fan, I would say you have to play it because when you get to that first open world section of Uncharted 4, you guys know what I'm talking about. Where you can just the the vistas. It look oh yeah, I forgot Pez is on the show. The vistas looks unbelievable and. I miss using the grappling hook. That is so mm. good. But for me, I had just finished playing the Legacy, the Legacy of Thieves collection on PS5. I just finished doing it, right? Like a couple months ago. So when I jumped into this, I didn't see that much of a difference. And my computer runs 4K. I can do 120 frames. I just it didn't it didn't get there for me uh, on my on mine. Um, but I've also heard this game runs awesome on the Steam Deck. Like the reviews are saying that it runs. So this is probably the perfect game that can be played anywhere. And my hope is from this is that we're going to get Uncharted 1, 2, and 3. And we're going to get remasters of those games on PC. That's my hope. That's truly my hope. I um, I mean, I could do with an original Uncharted. I know they did the re-release or whatever, but like a PS5 remaster, I could do with. I um, I really liked one, two, and three. I think I recognize four is a great game, and was it the one with um, Chloe? But I yeah. prefer the linear. Chloe experience. and Nadine one, is the yeah. Lost Legacy. Yes, I prefer the linear nature of the first three over really? the newer ones because I'm weird like that. I prefer okay, fair enough. Like, I, I don't know what it is about shooters, and I understand this is, like, action-adventure whatever, but I prefer the linear nature. Um, I did play The Last Legacy recently. I thought it was good. I got to, like, the first open-world area, and maybe it's because I'm going for all the trophies, which is, like, I just need to rush through the story, because the story I thought was super interesting, and it looks so good. So, to it, see it, it on PC, on that's PC. nuts. Well, you have, yeah. you have PC, right? Well, I, I would recommend this game for you. I, I Pez do for have sure. a PC. I think this... Pez, this has got to be what gets you to do it. Yeah, I think... I like. But for Pez, because he doesn't like these type of games, I would say wait for a Steam sale. But please, please at least try it. So please, it's Admit it's not me. okay. It's not that I don't like these games. I didn't enjoy the old game, old controls of Uncharted One, and I was just like, if this is what it's like, I'm I don't I don't want to. I felt like I was fighting the controls to play the game because they were what ps2 controls on a ps4 right so you know in a, in a modern era game so i was just like eh, i'm not gonna go forward with it i'm afraid if i play uncharted 4 i'm not gonna know what's happening but what i don't think you need like to be totally honest with you the way the story is in uncharted 4 you don't really need to play the first three 
three games because yes, Sully's in it, but you do get introduced to a brand new character that just like they retcon him in kind of. And I'm like, mm. they do. They I retcon him in. Like, let's be honest. Horseshoe him them they horseshoe that. him in a little bit. Like he's a very cool character. He should have been in the other games. Like, let's be honest here. But I will also say this. There is dual sense functionality um, on the PC version. Uh, like, like Spider-Man. So the haptic feedback was very cool, especially with the guns. And uh, honestly, the rope in this, it's like my favorite thing to do. But I will say this. Naughty Dog, if you're listening. Which when they are. you're doing puzzles, no more hitching your car to the thing oh to pull my something god. off. Like, oh my god, it's painful. Please don't yeah, do that. I don't know how to use a winch in real life or whatever it is. Yeah. Like, I don't want to use it in a game, okay? I, I honestly I type in a keyboard. I don't want to do manual labor in my... That's why I don't play, like, Farming Simulator. I think they do it to block load screens, to be totally honest with you. I, I truly <laughs> think that. Gonna... They're slowing you down to do load screens because there's also the section in Uncharted 4 where they make you do all the sliding for no reason to go up that mountain. They do it in um, games. I know over that. and over and over again, you're sliding, and I'm just like... I understand if I'm doing it once, but and I'm being nitpicky here. I just don't want to have to do it like 15 times to get somewhere. You do go through a way in one of the Uncharted's. I remember you have to go through a narrow passageway. And as you're like going through, that's like a it's basically like rendering the next thing, like in lieu of a cutscene yeah. or in lieu of a little Uncharted bit. 4 does it a lot. It is very sneaky. But um, if you look out for it, you're right about that. If I'm but other than that, I would, I would highly though? recommend. Like I said, I would highly recommend people playing this. Um, It's. It's Uncharted 4, for God's sakes. It's one of the best video games ever. In the remastered, because there is going to be one, we all know that at some point, do you think they should shoehorn that extra character in that's in 4 into the other ones and gaslight this? No, I don't think you can based on the stories, but I would love You're Uncharted like, what are you saying the whole time? I would just like Uncharted 4 combat in Uncharted 1, so it doesn't suck. Because when you play Uncharted 1 now, old game is old and it's bad. The story is phenomenal, but the gameplay is terrible. Not that was my problem with it. Old game, Uncharted old. Uncharted 1's terrible. Old game, old. It's bad. It's bad. Uncharted, Uncharted 3 is the best. It's so good. Oh, Waba. <laughs> I, I know, dude. I'll fight people on that. I don't know. I just saw your your comment. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, good. So um, I'm glad we got to talk about that. That was a really cool opportunity that um, you had being able to play that game. Yes. Thank um, you, PlayStation Canada, for providing a code. That was very cool. So, Pez, what have you uh, what have you been playing recently? Uh, nothing. <laughs> Uh, no, so I've been playing, uh, <laughs> literally talking about your stream. Uh, Jeez, it really is review season, eh? That's all we're doing. It re- it I know, really right? Is. It's about uh, time. No one released anything during the summer. For real. So I was, um, I was given a code from, uh, our friends over at, uh, Evolve PR, uh, in Ilphonic Games, uh, Ghostbusters Unleashed. Uh, no, Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed. Sorry. Screw that one up. Uh, game is phenomenal. So for those that don't know, it is a dead by daylight type game where you and uh, where a group of five go in and it is a 4v1 PvP experience. Four Ghostbusters, one ghost. Your job as the Ghostbusters is to trap trap the ghost. Your job as the ghost is to 100% haunt whatever it building you're in. Uh, there are a different variety of ghosts. There are very customizable Ghostbusters. So uh, if I showed you my Ghostbuster, he looks just like me. Black rim sunglasses, uh, black rim glasses, black bandana, a bunch of different types of um, Ghostbuster suits. This will, uh, for all the purists out there, real Ghostbuster colorways from the cartoon. 
So you're Pete Vankman, like brown suit with blue lapels. Like your Winston's like light blue with red lapels. Like oh, Ghostbusters cool. one, two. They even have subtle nods to the 2016 uh, all female cast in that in that in that game. Uh, it's a very. I, I played it. Uh, I was playing with a friend on play P, uh, PS5. There's crossplay across all consoles and PC. Uh, runs really great. The story's the story's pretty fun. Dan Aykroyd and um, uh, the guy who plays Winston, it's escaping me right now. They do voice acting in the game, uh, so you have uh, Ray and Winston there. Uh, it's a great, it's a fun game. It's a good game. Uh, highly recommended. I will be playing it Friday with a group of people, so oh, we'll go. see how it. We'll see how uh, the group gameplay is. Uh, I'll be doing. I kind of want to play this game. I'll be doing a full review on it for the channel uh, because I want to talk mostly single player, mostly multiplayer. There is no single player component to this game. So it is very much in the vein of uh, Ilphonic. I don't know if you guys played the Friday the 13th game, but Ilphonic is the company that uh, developed it. Uh, they also developed uh, Predator Hunting Ground. So they are all about like PVP type games. That's like all they do. Uh, so there is no single player component. If you play by yourself, you'll go into a match with randoms. You can play in a match against bots. I've really enjoyed it. Honestly, my favorite part other than seeing like virtual Pez as a Ghostbuster is being the ghost and just trolling people. Because again, there's different type of ghosts. Like um, your level, your level like one ghost is just this like pink blob. You can later level him up to be Slimer. Uh, oh, you have cool. you have uh, the ghost I have now uh, can like possess people and make them run around, and then it instantly Ooh. fears them. So these are like civilians that are in the museum or the jail or whatever. As like civilians leave, uh, terrified, like your haunt meter goes up, and your your goal again as the ghost is to possess items haunt items that make a move on their own and basically try to 100% haunt the the map that you're in and it's a blast and, and it's quick the games are quick they're like five sometimes five 10 12 minutes long and then you go right into a, another match and it just keeps rolling it just keeps rolling and you can play a ton of games in an hour and just have a blast with your buddies doing it and there's that ghostbuster nostalgia factor that like we would all recognize the music is from Ghostbusters, right? Oh, um, you got me there. I got yeah. to one right behind me, for God's sakes. Right so, the, so, you know when you played uh, Ghostbusters, the video game, and you turned it on and it was like, da-dun, 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 like that music, that's in it, right? Oh, wow. As you're going through the Ghostbuster suits, right? You're going through the Ghostbuster suits uh, and you're going through the colorways. And like I said, I immediately recognize that, oh, this is from the real Ghostbusters. This is from uh, Extreme Ghostbusters. This is from Ghostbusters 2, right? Like, oh, I look over I look over, and I have that Pete Venkman toy on my on on my shelf i'm like oh yeah that's that's why that's recognizable because it's there that nostalgia drip uh is there you can also customize your gear as you level up so it uh, has different attributes right like you can vent quicker or your pack heats up quicker or oh. you know you can and and in game that all changes so everyone has different looking proton packs and traps and pke meters and goggles and they all do different things and it's a it's it, it's a lot of fun. I've had a, I was really excited for it. I was worried I was going to regret playing it because it's one of those things where it's like, how many good Ghostbuster games are out there? Ghostbusters the video game, 
and like that's it right ghostbusters on nes trash ghostbusters 2 mm-hmm. on nes trash uh there was the ghostbuster top-down game that i can't even remember what it was called because it was trash uh and there was a vr game that apparently is is inexperienced it's not like it's not a game you walk around the firehouse slimer jumps out at you blah 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 uh, but spirits unleashed having a great time can't wait to play it with my friends on Friday. Uh, highly recommended, and I will have a full review, uh, a full multiplayer review uh, on the channel. Ooh. Can you upgrade to what's his name? Zool? Uh, no, I have that guy, dude. I haven't. Oh, ghosts aren't? I haven't. No, not necessarily. Gotten that far uh, as a ghost to unlock the rest of the ghosts. We're talking like 50, 60 levels of unlocks. To Better go get through. on it, man. I'm curious. I'm, I'm working on it, man. <laughs> Listen, I still have to hold my bronze five level in Overwatch. Leave me alone. Yeah, I still got to <laughs> get paired up with four randos in tank. Yeah, I, I just need another game so I don't play MLB The Show. Like, I'm staring at it all the time, and I'm like, no, I can't do that. I can't. There's, I'm too far gone. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm little, too deep, man. Well, here's the thing, right? So, like, that came out, uh, Uncharted came out Tuesday. Mario and Rabbids is coming out, which I'm probably going to get. Mosey is very uh, good. That looks fun. Um, the first one was very good. It was really baby's RTS, which is great because I stink at RTS games. Um, and then a little game on Friday called Gotham Knights is coming out. So you're going to have your... Is it Midnight Suns coming out too? Midnight no Suns is not. That game. No. I not, am definitely playing Gotham Knights like so badly. Um, I know my birthday is the following week. Everybody's supposed to buy me that game for my birthday. But unfortunately, I'm going to have to get this game early. Because they changed the release date, which I didn't know, which was hilarious until Pez until like, well, no, comes out on Friday. I'm like, no, it doesn't. It yep. comes out the day before my birthday. Like, who, who are you? Um, and also, I'm going to say this right now. I don't care. I don't care about the 30 frames per second thing. If the game is good, I'm playing right now. Play Tag Requiem. It's 30. I don't even notice. I get it. People are like, well, if it's a next gen game, they want they wanted to do this. They wanted to do that. You know what? Cry me a river. It's honestly at this point, it just feels like everybody's complaining until you play the game. Shut up. Honestly, just shut up. Stop whining. It's so frustrating to listen to, to see it. It's just like you haven't even played the game. You don't even know. Like, look at, look at Cyberpunk. It was a trash fire, but now everybody seems to enjoy the game. You know what? The game could get better, but we don't even know if the game sucks. What if the story is amazing and the gameplay is great? You don't even notice. Correct me if I'm wrong. Arkham Asylum is one of the best games we've all ever played. It was 30 frames per second, 1080p. Long it's was possible. Pretty good. That was at it's like possible. three frames. Like, stop it, people. Stop being such entitled little babies. The fact that Callisto Protocol had to put out a tweet saying our game runs at 60 frames per second is embarrassing. I will say this WB waiting to the very last minute to say it. Bit weird. Bit weird. And correct me if I'm wrong, but it wasn't even them that said it, right? It was like early adopters. No, it was or, them in a Reddit post. It was, oh, them, it was them in a Reddit post. Okay. Yeah. Because um, I know some people did like hands-on impressions, like a scale up on YouTube was talking about it and stuff like that. So I didn't know if that was leaked by, or not leaked, but said by someone like that. And then WB came out to do like whatever, if you want to call it damage control. I don't necessarily care because if a game is fun, who cares, right? 
Um, I get it because like I play, I play Monster Hunter Rise on my PC. It's 144 frames, and I'm like, oh man, this is smoother than water. And then I go to my Switch and I play Monster Hunter Rise, and it's 30 frames per second. I can kind of see that slowdown, but in the end, who cares? Because it's fun. Yeah, like Spider Man, I can definitely see it. Like I said, playing it at 120 frames, I'm like, oh my god. But if you don't know what it looks like, you don't know what you're missing. Like I saw the side by sides, the people showing the PC versus the the people that are ruining. Yes, the PC version looks better, but duh, it's the PC version. It's gonna look better. Like if I will play it, and if it bothers me, like the, the game is unplayable, then sure, then I'm gonna they're gonna pan the game, but like. I haven't played it yet. Like, how am I supposed to say a game sucks before it releases? Because that's the new hotness, right? To say a game sucks before anybody's played it. That's the thing mm-hmm. to do on the internet, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, I am I joke about Marvel Midnight Suns. It could be a great game. I just, it's not for me. And so, <laughs> like, I, I, you know what? I Elden Ring's not for me either. But whatever. Yeah. It is what it is. Bunch of nerds playing Elden Ring. You know nerds. what's you know what's not for uh, Bayonetta? Their old voice actress Waba. Why don't you talk to us about that? So just the last quick topic that we want to touch on because it's like the big thing. So the voice Bayonetta, huge success, one and two, very recognizable character. Uh, very People good games, by the way. Very uh, good if games. You guys haven't played them. I I have not, which is weird because it seems like a waifu game I would play right up your alley. I mean, I, it seems yeah, it's it's a type of game I play, but I haven't yet. Um, the voice actor just came out on Twitter, huge huge video post, saying how Nintendo doesn't value her and insulted her, and I think that's why she came out about this. So typically, in all business you know but people don't really release like salary information or talk about it or you know usually there's things preventing you and maybe not so much anymore um but she came out and said that nintendo sent her an offer that she found insulting she says she you know has been training for seven years four was in london at a very prestigious school three of it was under a very prestigious voice actor in california she voiced one and two and did so you know became a recognizable video game character and when they approached her for the offer to do three now we don't know how much work's involved but likely she has a comparable figure for what she's worth i'm not going to argue that but nintendo offered her four thousand dollars to be the voice of bayonetta and she said that was incredibly insulting and disrespectful for something that she basically i don't want to say she helped create it i think we can be fair to say that yes she didn't do the you know character and the, the, the you know development side but to be able to put that type of voice into a character she also wanted residuals let's 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 be honest here we found out she ended up wanting more did she but i think four thousand for that i mean people someone did the math and granted this isn't this is just uh it doesn't include profit or anything or gross but that's like 67 copies of the game would have paid that four thousand salary which i thought that perspective was unique so she came out and said don't buy this game she said, boycott it and take that money and uh, send it to charity, which I thought was very interesting mm. um, because Nintendo is a big player in the market and not according to Sony. <laughs> yeah, not according to. But to, to say that against Nintendo and to have that type of visibility, she definitely feels very you know strongly and passionate about her position, which I thought was interesting. And then um, to find out that Nintendo went and hired Jennifer Hill who I would say is more famous, who I would likely say is worth, they paid more than $4,000. 
So that's we, the we situation. Don't know that. Well, so maybe maybe not. Thought, and Jennifer Hale has to come out and can, say, "Can we get into the, you know, the fact that it's come out now that Bloomberg has done some investigations? It was four thousand, four thousand to five thousand per session, not in total. The way her first original video that she came out with sounded like it was total. That's not what it was. Also, it has been confirmed that she requested." profits of the game and then other voice actors have now come out after the more articles have come out and they have said people don't get paid what she's asking for and then for her to go do what she did i'm not saying she's she's wrong but for her to go out there and land base nintendo in the public opinion it's kind of backfiring on her now because she looks not like a nice person and now she probably won't get a job that's probably the biggest thing is to come out and say that like <laughs> how to I, I I respect her position on that, but for other companies to see that, it's like it puts everyone in a challenging position. I have to wonder um, if she blacklisted herself by doing this. Hundred percent. If she comes out and she's like, "Hey, they offered me four thousand, and then whatever," someone at Platinum Games is like, uh, "Actually, we have we can show you we offered her in writing three thousand to four thousand per four hour session." Right, so where she's looking at anywhere between probably, I don't know, fifteen to twenty thousand dollars total, which again is it's a four hundred million dollar uh, IP, right? So uh, she could be like, yeah, no, it's worth more than that. I'm worth more than that. But if you come out and you lie, if she lied, and I'm not, I don't care. I'm not making accusations. But if she lied, whew, she put herself. She put herself in a very uh, awkward, bad situation. Yeah. And the part that I, I mean, I understand like having a value or like, you know, a worth of your time. And I think that's very fair. And I think people face this in their, you know, challenges like it with like, you know, if someone looks for a new job, it's a salary negotiation and things like that. We don't have agents. So again, I don't, we don't know what happened and I'm not going to presume. Um, but there are times where, you take the job or you don't. Sometimes people take less for other things um, or they take more for, you know, try to get as much as they can. Um, but to boycott it, um, I think there's more to it. You might disagree with Nintendo and their practices, but the people working on the game, like, that's a lot of people <laughs> to ask to just don't do that. And I know we kind of had a similar discussion when it came to... um all the the things at blizzard um you know yeah. when or when the the leadership was poor but you have all these people who are good people and you know looking for change and like their work they're part of it i, I don't want to say voice acting voice acting is a part of it and i i do think it's an important part because it's it's definitely like you know you become the face of a character but also there's a lot of people who like put a lot of time into that too and i think is to it? ask them to boycott it is a big um i don't know it's 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 a big thing to ask when there are other people that like work so hard. Maybe they worked on one and two and because of your employer, quote unquote, to like turn your back on them. It's it's an interesting position. Well, but answer me this. If voice acting is so important, why is Chris Pratt the voice of Mario? Jeez. <laughs> it's actually it's interesting. So, <laughs> hey, it's me, Mario. Hey, hey, where's your gabagoo? Hey, Luigi, where's your gabagoo? Did you guys, such an interesting <laughs> Did you guys well, see, see the that French thing, yeah. version of... Did you guys watch the French trailer? If you no. watch the French trailer and go to Mario, sounds he like, sounds like Mario. He's it's, trying to do the impression. It's bizarre. 
And, 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 and it works. Like, I get no one's going to want to listen to Charles uh, Martinet or whatever his last name is do Mario for, like, 90 minutes because it's super annoying. So you can't just, like, have a guy. And you can't oh, but hold have, on, Pez. The internet tells me different. The internet tells me they want that. Well, just they, like, I mean, the internet can uh, wish in one hand and poo in the other and see which fills up first. Is it poo? It's poo. It's poo. Yeah. Just, just wait for Pez's review on that silly movie. Um, no, no, I, I just thought this. A, bit... I might do a watch along on our we- on our YouTube. Maybe the three of us review it Ooh. as a watch along. My yeah, daughter wants can... to see that on day one. You can just bring a, a handheld video camera into it, just like the old days. Oh man, the first time I saw Iron Man was a uh, it was a bootleg DVD, and you could see the people at the bottom walking through the can. The, I watched a bootleg copy of uh, episode one that we were given as a gift because they heard I like Star. Wars, and you bet your butt I watched it over and over and over yeah. and didn't well I didn't know about piracy at the time um no inter- interesting topic with this bit just because again there I don't know I think we're going to see a lot more stories like this because again you have you know voice actors trying to unionize and then you had that thing that came out that like some people are lending their voices to be AI like you know like your Hatsune Miku or something like trying to like uh what is it EF not uh, EFT NFT? yeah and NFT your voices I, I think, aren't they doing that with like the uh, old voice of Darth Vader or something? He's like lending his voice or something to. Yeah, they're like making uh, AI. Yeah, no, all the movies moving on. Yeah, but I, I think you're going to see more things like this. And I just, it's, it's interesting to see it in this. Um, any final thoughts from the dads? Uh, don't get the Overwatch Battle Pass. Good answer. Thank you. Court, I'm just going to say it for the next year. Um, download Hot Wheels on PlayStation Plus because until you said it, I didn't know it was there, and I downloaded it while we were doing this, and it's fun. My daughter <laughs> just got into Hot Wheels, but she can't. Oh god, she I had no drive. clue, and then while we reminded me, I'm like, oh my god, yeah, it's there. So the new game's kind of placed. Oh, and Persona is now on Game Pass. Go play it. Yes, and I don't even like the game. You shouldn't. That Hot Wheels game, so you get to open up like loot box cars, and she's like, "Open another one." I'm like, "I, I can't. I'm not buying them." And we get a car. What's in the shape of a potty? So we got to play the potty car. So shout out Hot Wheels. I don't have the poop car. I got, I got the, I got the really good one though. I got the. Well, I want the Batmobiling. Oh well, yeah. She picked the potty car over the Santa car. Go figure. Um, if you do play Hot Wheels though, there's about 15 cars that you can get for free as DLC. So go check it out. There's. I can get the. I got Raphael. Okay, we're fighting. Um, but, but that's going to wrap it up for this week of Three Dads and a Console. Um, if you had fun, please make sure to rate us five stars on your podcast platform of choice. Also, if you want to be a part of the conversation, just like Nicholas Johnson and these weird random spam bots we've gotten, you can join us at youtube.com slash three dads and console make sure to subscribe we've got a lot of videos coming out um more in-depth impressions about some of these games that you heard about today and more um especially with the holiday season coming you don't want to miss what we think about getting your kids for the holidays too um that's it for us thank you for joining us and we'll see you in the next episode bye felicia